Ready, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Filmaholics Podcast, the podcast where, just like Murphy's Law, if anything can go wrong, will go wrong. As always, I'm Lauren Serrano. I'm Antonio Gonzalez. I'm Luis Chavez. And I'm Pedro Gomez. Uh, we're back. This is episode 64. I spoilers. think. Spoilers. spoilers. For Interstellar when we talk about it. Wow. It is 64. Not to be confused Didn't with Oh, shit. Don't even let me fucking I won't, I won't. I'll cut that asshole. out. I'll cut that out. Put this in. You're an asshole. Yeah, we're back. This is episode 64. Spoilers for when the, we talk about the recommendation. Not to be confused with the car spoiler, though. Yeah, Or yeah. not to be confused with Interstellar 5555. Uh, oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> Disregard that. I don't know what we're talking about this time. All right. Um... Wow. <laughs> this is such a bad podcast already. You guys are idiots. <laughs> what is this? Sorry, 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 sorry. All right. So there's a new trailer out. It's by a film by Paul Thomas Anderson called Licorice Pizza. We saw the trailer. What do we think? You look dumb. You, you didn't watch it. it you didn't watch the trailer. Okay, I saw boobs. Kind <laughs> of. You, no, you didn't see boobs. You heard the word boobs. boobs. And, and then you, you were like, oh, I want to watch that. And <laughs> you didn't see boobs, so you looked away. And then I saw someone like holding a camera and like, what? Like, what, what is it about? I don't know. Maybe if you watch no, the no, no, trailer. No, no. I want you to tell me well, what man, it's about. I, I like the name. It's a cool name. I, I was kind of not on the name because before you know what this name was this movie was called before it was called no wasn't it like it was soggy Soggy bottom that was the name of the movie and i was just like oh that doesn't sound like a movie i want to watch that sounds like a disease and they changed it to licorice pizza and i'm like sounds like swamp ass (laughs) that's what it does it sounds like soggy bottom yeah no so when they changed to licorice pizza i was like i don't know how i feel about that it's still kind of lame but then i saw an explanation that basically said that licorice pizza was like I think like a store in the eighties or in the, in the seventies or eighties, whatever, um, that, uh, was basically like the, the same thing as Sam Goody. And then licorice pizza is what, um, you know, it's a pizza is round and a vinyl looks like a licorice pizza. That's a, cause it's a circle and that's what, it, and then it also can go for LP, you know, like an LP, like an album. What did you think, Luis? It looked pretty cool. It looked right. solid. It looked solid. What do you think? Trash. It looked nice. It looked like visually Trash. pretty. I'm excited. Um, but is that is that really Philip Seymour Hoffman's stuff? Shut the fuck up, Antonio. Shut the f- I'm pretty excited for the, for Licorice Pizza because I love Paul Thomas Anderson. I from every movie I've seen of him, I've given it a four or higher oh i'm wrong three and a half or hard eight the rest have been four and a half or higher you made hard eight yeah hard eight wasn't oh. great but it's not bad it definitely has good aspects you can tell there was something good for him and then after that he made boogie nights which is great and he made several other movies that are great that and three of them i consider masterpieces but um yeah i'm really excited for licorice pizza and i really hope it's good i hope it makes its money back because his movies don't usually make a lot of money like, but he still gets to make movies, which is crazy. I think that proves that, like, he's one of the few directors where you can literally, like, lose money from the mo- from the movie and still make movies because he's that good. Mm-hmm. People go to see to make sure his movies are good. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Financially, that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't make him. I wouldn't make him make me a movie. Yeah, financially. financially but, like, I mean. But I think, I think, the, well, who, is he, like, under someone? 
Like, or does he like? Does does he finance like, his movies? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think he finances his own movies. No. Maybe he has like a a portion of it, but I'm sure he gets people to uh, mm-hmm. to finance his movies. But um, yeah, I mean, four of his movies have not made the money back, and four of them did make the money Thanks. back. But like, it's not like it's you know Marvel. Yeah. It's not gonna make millions. Like, not like fucking hundreds of millions. It makes like enough. To How are they in the in their uh, Chinese demographic? Don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know about that. I don't know the stats for that. Sorry, that's a little, it's a little rough for me right there. But um, yeah, I'm excited for Licorice Pizza. I hope it's yeah, good. It looks good. But uh-huh. I got a question for you guys. You guys seen any movies this week? No, I did not. I watched one. I'm kind of yes. on a dry spell right now. Me too. I, uh, I don't know. Like I, I watched. Oh, you didn't watch anything? Um, watch I don't know if yeah, you consider this a movie, like like part series on Netflix. I watched the um, Inspiration Four. Never heard of it. No, no, four. The you know the uh, SpaceX ship that just launched. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They yeah. launched four citizens. Like none of them were astronauts, mm. and they're like, "Y'all motherfuckers are going up." <laughs> uh, one of the girls randomly selected. Yeah, so you. So You're each going. episode was about um, one of the Inspiration Four members. Yeah. And the first episode was like I think the best because um, she was a girl that uh, had leukemia when she was really young, mm. and uh, she beat it. And she was like, "Oh, you know what? Like I'm gonna work in um, in St. Jude's." Yeah. And um, uh, so she was doing like the same. She was like a nurse for like cancer patients and whatever. And she gets an email by St. Jude and they're like, hey, like we have something special. Um, do you want to go up in space? And she was like, fuck yeah, baby. Uh, so basically it's, it's about inspiration for him building yeah. the rocket and sending them to space. Pretty cool. Yeah. Is it bad? Try it. Okay, Dude. so... What don't you like about... Luis is drinking a cut God. water... Yeah, shit, it shit tastes like old person, dude. It, it, it tastes like... I want to taste nice. Like, Luis is drinking a cut water vodka mule. I've never tried this before, I, and I'm I, worried. Ugh. All right, let's see. It's like... It tastes fine. I want to preference oh. that vodka mules are like my third favorite drink, but like my first is I like know, gin I know, I get tonic, what you mean so. by the old person thing, but doesn't it, it doesn't taste bad. It, it just... It tastes no, fun. It, yeah. Yeah, it tastes fun. All right, well, that's what Antonio watched. I just watched one movie. I watched Death Proof. It was a Quentin Tarantino film. It's known as one of his uh, lesser movies, but I liked it a lot. It was really fun. Uh, Pedro, what'd you watch? I watched... Uh, I watched this movie. I don't know how to really pronounce it, but it's uh, 2012. Wajda? Wajda. Let me see. It's... Uh, Tonda? Wajda? I don't know. How was that? Uh, I had to watch for class. It was, it was pretty cool. Are you watching it, a bunch it, of like foreign movies? Yeah, it's my global cinema class, mm. and yeah, this one was took place in Saudi Arabia. I mm-hmm. So far, uh, how far are you along with like global cinema? We had the world. the kung fu one. Now mm. we're in the uh, eastern side. Mm. So far, oh, I mean that's I guess that's not, not maybe. Enough. Yeah, I was gonna say which one like apart from the United States, Canada. Mm. Uh, no, no, I would include Canada because there's a lot of like French, like mommy. Yeah. Yeah. W- what do you think is your favorite region of film outside of United States? Hmm. One, top three, Mexico for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, solid. I, I don't think people realize that Mexican films are actually like, yeah. pretty cool. Y tu mama también. Uh, yeah. Korean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh, solid. Absolutely. Solid. Absolutely. And, hmm. I want it. I'm tired between Canada or Italiano. Because I haven't seen a lot of French films. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Italiano is really good. Uh, I, like I would I would say Cinema Paradiso is one of those, and it's a great movie. Um, and Luis, you said you didn't watch a a movie. No. But you know what we did watch, Luis. We watched. We went to the fucking Dodger game last yeah! night. It was 
awesome. My voice is still not. It's 100%. fucked. Yeah, it's it's bad. We got we paid for like the shittiest seats we, and got the best. We seats. did. We scammed the shit out of it. It was awesome. We we saw we were at center field. Got to see the whole. It, I'd never seen a field like super that. Super close to the field. It was awesome. The bar was right next mm-hmm. to us. Like it was. Just we great. met some cool people that were yeah. just like cheering along with us. And plus the comeback. Oh my god! The insane. game itself was that insane. Was crazy. It was, everyone was going crazy. It, everyone was wild. So I guess that's it for the movies. Should we get into that one movie we have to talk about? The whole point of this podcast. The whole point. The whole point. Enter Stella. Enter Stella, the porno. <laughs> that's the new porno. I'm gonna direct it. It's gonna be awful. But before we get into any recommendations or film talk or whatever the fuck we do here, we gotta hear from our sponsor. So take it away, Lawrence. All right, thank you so much, Lawrence. You're so cute when you talk. And the Filmaholics have yet to receive a single penny from from Lawrence because I'm embezzling the money. Oh, we're you're gonna not go on a strike. It. You're not getting. You should it. invest it into what? Buy penny stocks. Invest mm, it. Maybe that's the wrong answer. Is in what? In everything, dude. Okay. All right, we'll figure that out. What, later. what does Murphy's Law say? Hey, you don't you don't talk like that when you're thinking about. Speaking stocks. of Murphy's Law. That's a good segue to our recommendation. And it was from, from Chavi. So, Chavi, what did you recommend for us? And why did you have to pick something that wasn't on a streaming service? Yeah. No, nah, it's okay. I had fun. <laughs> My next one isn't going to be on streaming services either. And I have no idea We're protesting. We're protesting Philhomics. Philhomics. The Philhomics. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. I don't think you can protest. <laughs> All right. What, what was our recommendation, Chavi? Our recommendation was... A very long film. Okay. It was almost three hours long. Almost. That's not three hours. It was almost three hours. Almost, but not. If we round it up. We round it up. We're not doing that. Go ahead. Um, oh, and I recommended it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a film. Fucking say it. You sound like the movie. You sound- <laughs> what, what type of film? It was a sci-fi film. Ooh. Oh, my God. Get to Any the movie. Questions? Who was no. in the film? I would say r- realistic sci-fi in in terms of like. Oh my god! I feel like I'm watching the movie again. Interstellar. <laughs> Interstellar. Yeah. All right. So you saw Interstellar. What'd you think? This is my second viewing mm-hmm. um, of Interstellar. Not to be confused with the porn parody. Enter Stella. <laughs> I love that name. I'm gonna <laughs> copyright. That's mine. I'm using that one day. <laughs> Go um, ahead. But yeah, this is my second time watching this film. My first time, I was not a fan of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I really wanted to rewatch it only because the only real problem I had at the time was like the length of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what kind of like brought it down for me. Yeah. But I think this second time around, I appreciate a lot more than I did when I first watched it. Okay. Um, I think that there's a lot of really great um, cinematography in this. I think like some of these shots are insane because mm-hmm. they go to space for this. Right? Someone really <laughs> saying Interstellar. The they went are... into a black hole. They actually went, guys. People died. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, th- I-, I think that it was visually amazing mm-hmm. um visually amazing and i think that uh the score Ooh. was 
incredible. Amazing. It was, it's probably Hans Zimmer's best. It was incredible. And Amazing. I, those are things that I really didn't pay attention to back when I first watched it, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that I rewatched it. Kind of ruined your your overall perspective yeah, of the because movie. Because I was going into it with like, ah, uh, I'm so bored. Yeah, <laughs> but needless to say, I still think that this movie is way too long. <laughs> Way too long. Okay, all right. That's my opinion. All right. Here's the thing, Luis. But I'm right. Time is relative. Maybe you just didn't get it. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Pedro, what did you think of Interstellar this time around? Okay, so... First of all, how many times have you seen this? This is my fourth time seeing it. Fourth? Oh. Yeah. Damn, all right. Let's hear it. So yeah, my first time... I have a PhD in astrophysics. <laughs> this, this movie actually... Uh, Wanted me, uh, made, made, made me. What the fuck? I'm tweaking. Interested? Out. Okay, let me restart. <laughs> he said, he's no, please, please, he's like, please, give me. It's happened. Okay. He said, "What the fuck? I'm tweaking <laughs> <out."> <laughs> the fucking vodka? Mo- mo- what the okay. fuck is in that toilet?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so funny thing. When I first watched this movie, I was uh, actually made me really like be interested in the whole like astro, like aerospace type of thing. Uh, which was kind of funny because uh, I watched this movie in chemistry my sophomore year. Really? And I was I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I this would have had your fucking teacher. <laughs> that's the only thing that I really liked about that class was just like that movie. Yeah. But at that time, I didn't really care about like film or none of that shit. Mm. And then now going to, uh, fast forward to like yesterday, my fourth uh, viewing, I just really appreciate the fuck out this movie because one, the cinematography looks fucking for me, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. The score just adds a sweet fucking, like, a sweet taste to this movie. And then, I, I feel like a lot of people, like, don't recognize the amount of, like, scientific, like, fucking equations and the math that had to go to make this movie. Everyone who was involved, like, even the scientists and all that, like, it's, like, huge props. I give them, like, hella props for that, because mm-hmm. they basically, in a sense, like, I'm not sure if you guys know, but they made us, like, a new ver- a new software for C- like CGI just oh, really? specifically for that movie. Really? And they hired scientists to like be like, okay, give me the theories like, which you guys check have. It, yeah. Which you guys have for like what a black hole looks like. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to shove that equation into the new uh, CGI mm-hmm. and then we're just going to see how it looks. And that was the very first image of what like an ac- kind of like an accurate version of what a black hole mm-hmm. looks like. Which I is bet, like yeah. kind of groundbreaking. It's pretty bad. Yeah, revolutionary, yeah. yeah. So that's what I think. Mm-hmm, that's cool. So do you, um, you like the movie? I'm yeah, just, I like it. I can yeah. tell you like it. But before we even speak, me and Antonio are going to do something real quick. We're drunks. It's like, it's like we're going to do something real quick. You just kiss. Uh, but, so, Luis oh. had a, a cut water Moscow mule. I'm having the cut water mango margarita. Might I be wish better. I got that, that might be better. Yeah, that sounds 12 and a half uh, alcohol by volume. Fucking drink it. Let me hear. Mm. Can I say something, though? What's up? I do agree. The time was too much. <laughs> like, okay. the time was too much. No, yeah, like, I, I, this time around, I did appreciate, I, I think it's a very beautiful. Oh, that one's gross. Ew. No, this one is <laughs> also I like that really, one better. This one's really good. But I, mean, it, I never trust That one's tastier, <laughs> but it, it's weird. It tastes like a margarita uh, that the ice melted in. Like, it's not it's like just, a slushy it, margarita. I feel like I'm drinking a drink. Wait, yeah, it's a margarita. Is that what I, it is? Because you're used to, like, iced margaritas. Like, mm. with, like the slushy. Okay. And, like, you know what well, it I've is? What? It's very strong in alcohol. Yeah, that's what it is. I, yeah, Antonio I, the, the likes that. is good. Antonio loves that. So, that's what Pedro thinks of Interstellar. It's time for me to talk, which is the worst part of the podcast. When it comes to Interstellar, I think 
you're right. Visually, it's probably one of the best looking movies I've ever seen in my life. The visual effects are insane. It's yeah. kind of hard to tell what's visual effects and well, what's real. Cause well, it's all real. <laughs> yeah, it's all real. No, but that's the thing. Like, um, and that's what's so great about Nolan is that he can, you know, put in all these visual effects in his film. But he's also a very practical person. And the fact that I can't tell which is which is just what's, what makes this movie so great. Because I know, like, you know when they're in the water walking? Yeah. That's a real... That's real. That's yeah. like a, Maybe yeah. it's a set that he built, but that's fucking real. But he's really wading in the water. The ice... The ice... Uh, little... Territory they're at, mm-hmm. that's real. Yeah, uh, but like, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. the backgrounds are like. A yeah. Green oh yeah, yeah that's sure. Sure. But, but he yeah. likes to put the practical with his um, visual effects. It actually won the Oscar for best visual effects. It was nominated for original score. The part that, where he blew up in the spaceship that was real. Like he died. He gave <laughs> his life to the gone. Yeah. <laughs> it was nominated for best original score, which I think it should have won because it, it who won. Grand Budapest Hotel. It has a good score, but this was way better. This one yeah. gave me chills. Best oh. sound mixing, best sound editing, and best production design. This All makes great. me want to run through a cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. In a truck. Yeah, it's a great visual film. Um, however, I'm very mixed on this movie. And I was surprised. I thought I'd be the one to be like, oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I don't care for the story at all. Wow. I was kind of bored Cause at some point. Because he likes cheesy storylines. <laughs> bitch, you felt the same way. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you talking about? bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? He, no. He likes a little corny action in it. Every time... Because this is my problem with Nolan. This is my problem I had with Inception and even Tenet. Ten is that he has these great concepts, but I think that's the only part he cares about. He wants something very minimal just to drive his movie to that concept. Like, that's there, there's scenes in the movie where I'm like, I can tell he wanted to make this, this part of the movie. I can tell this was his favorite part. The other parts where the characters are talking to each other and they're trying to pretend like it's sad, I don't feel a thing because I don't care for these characters. That's my biggest problem. And I, I sound negative because I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate everything. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Like, there, I remember seeing the clip of Matthew McConaughey crying and everyone's like, this is so sad. He cries like six times in the movie. What no, part? but the big part no, where he sees his yeah, daughter. Yeah. Just the like, big part. Oh. Where he's like, <laughs> like that. That's Wait, one of sees the, his daughter in person or sees God his damn it. Where he, well, sees his, <laughs> he sees his daughter. Like, right, where he's he, in the spaceship. You can't be mad at me. I'm asking a question. Okay, he's in the spaceship. God damn it. <laughs> he's in a spaceship. He's sitting down and he's looking at a video of like his of daughter. Of his daughter older because obviously he hasn't seen that. part's sad. I didn't know. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I agree to a certain extent with you because there is a lot of parts where they have like dialogue. Conceptually, it's sad, but what we were given from these characters for me, it doesn't work because I don't care for them. I don't care for any Maybe of because them. you don't have a heart. You really? You're telling me this right now? <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Antonio. You see my tear ducts? They're dr- they're dry. Well, that's I, a, I I wept through. Well, this that's movie. a great transition because we haven't heard what you think of the movie, <laughs> Antonio. What'd you think of Interstellar? So I'm gonna be honest with you. My heart, my heart longs for the stars. If you feel me, okay. Right. Okay. I've always been interested in like interstellar travel, like space. Like, there's a Lego set right here that I haven't built of the ISS. Like, I love, <laughs> love space. International mm-hmm. Space Station. Yeah. Nice. ISS. Yeah. So, seeing a movie, which is, it's this movie's kind of old. 
right? right? 2014. 2014. 2014. It's got some date to it. It has some date to it. But this was the first time I've seen it. I've seen bits and pieces of it at Mm. the gym, but never enough. What haven't you seen at the gym? Exactly. (laughs) But not enough to like put the story together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I like this movie a lot. Um, I can't can't, um, remember any other PTA movies I've seen. What? What other PTA movies? This isn't PTA. Oh. It's oh, Nolan. Oh, no, my bad. My bad. <laughs> it's all licorice pizza or whatever. <laughs> Go on. Uh, this, uh, Yeah, same thing. I uh, I don't know how many other Nolan films I've seen. Mm-hmm. Inception. Inception Tenet. and Tenet. Yeah. And so, but he done Batman too, right? Yeah. He did Batman. Dark, which is Dark all the Batmans. All, is, all of the Dark Knight, sorry. Which is kind of weird because like, the, like, it's not like a, like a paradoxical kind of like, thinking in like the Batmans right that's like a franchise that he's like doing that's oh. yeah and it's a good one that from what I've heard I've never it's seen good. it I like I've it. only I like seen it as the last one which is weird so, so you know what I do think I like Christopher Nolan just because it kind of mm-hmm. l- makes you think a little bit and gives you like a well is my theory right or is like because you know there's no really set answer for like the endings or whatever you know like with Inception or Tenet like you can have theories but it's all up to the viewer's interpretation, and I think that's what I like the most. But with Interstellar, um, it took me a while to like kind of get a grasp on what's happening, only because I try to paint a picture of like my head. Like I thought the beginning, I thought they were already on another planet, right? I thought they were one of the first colos- the colonizers. Planet? I'm opposite of you, yeah. actually. Yeah, Did- I was thinking like, oh, this is just a normal life, and then they started talking like. Oh, she wrote a book, and it's not the corrected one. And I was like, "What are they talking about? And how like, why are they saying that?" Yeah. They, it's. I do like that. They subtly put that this is a different world, and the yeah. world has changed. Apparently, there's like a a, a low shortage of food. Right. Food. And yeah, that's what they want. They want to make Bad. farmers. Well, that's the thing. Like, the world is essentially coming to an end, and they're yeah. running out of resources to make. Like food, like crops, like right now. Crops aren't growing. I like how subtle it starts, but the thing is, I feel like it kind of leaves you in the dark on certain aspects of where this universe is at, where it's going. And I'm like, where is like, is like, are they in grave danger? Is the world ending? I personally, like, I was confused a lot in this movie. Like, there was a part. I think, I think, um, so, I mean, just like in, in this movie and like in real life, like, because you see all sides of it, mm-hmm. you're understanding, like, okay, like, um, who is the main guy? I, I can't remember his name. Cooper. Cooper. Like, Cooper and his side, like, he understands that there's grave danger. Mm-hmm. But everyone else, like, to their knowledge, they think everything's just fine. Mm-hmm. To an Timothy extent. Chalamet was in this movie. I just, yeah. yeah. He wasn't great. He was is yeah. kind of not. He was the the son, right? I won't there. call him bad. No, he it's he didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah he just didn't do anything. Not to was be like, f- he had compar- like ten not, lines, like, and he I'm was drunk. like, not to like your like come by your name. That's a great performance yeah. by him. I think he's been great in everything I've seen him in. But um, we gotta wait for Dune. Oh, I'm so excited. I don't, or actually, I don't think it. he was great in um. What's that one movie that he was in for like a minute? Fucking oh, um, Lady Bird. Yeah, he was fine. I didn't like him in that. I mean, he's a douche. Are but you gonna read the book? What? No, God, no! What the fuck? Um, that's too gonna, long. Like I'm gonna watch the. Do movie. you think this guy reads? <laughs> you said an hour every night before bed. You read. <laughs> this guy's jacking it an hour before bed. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's reading? <laughs> that's good. No. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I. I'm. I'm kind of struggling to find out where I want to bring 
like what to bring to the table with this topic. Like, where do we start? How about Luis? Can you? What did you get out of this movie? This was your recommendation. Start off the conversation. I haven't finished what I wanted to say. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Wait, what were you saying? Yeah, you cut him off like halfway. (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. It's just I think this movie is very beautiful in terms of like if you really like like the idea of like space travel. It's to me like it was very inspirational in the terms of like you can't like the the earth is not only the earth but like the solar system and the whole universe is so much bigger than what we think mm-hmm. of it like like i stepped outside after watching the movie and i'm like fuck like we really are on just a rock before you start um do, you said something about interpretation do you think this movie is like an interpretive one like you can interpret something from this like, yeah absolutely ways? in ter- in terms of like how he's getting there because towards the end it jumps around in terms of like time span and like mm-hmm. linearness yeah. because he's now on the fifth dimensional plane. Right. And that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause he's like, Oh, I saved myself. And like, and then he's like, Oh, I was like the fifth bean and I did the handshake. And like, and if you're watching it linearly, yeah. it you're like, this is someone else. But mm-hmm. so then it's almost paradoxical. Right. Cause like if he wasn't there, then it never happened. But if it never happened, then he wasn't there. And then like, it kind of gives you in that loop. Yeah. And so like, you just have to like trust in the process that he kind of knew what he was doing, but it's still interpretable. Like if it made sense to the viewer or not, this is my problem with Nolan movies actually, is that I think his concepts are so like, they're crazy to think about. When you think about it, you're like, this is insane that someone thought about this. But I think people, I'm not saying like, I mean, if you find it interpretive, that's fine. But personally, I don't think this movie is where like, oh, I can interpret this movie because the movie gives you basically every yeah. answer to your question. Per- I mean, like, it answers everything. Like, maybe there are ways to interpret it if it was taken a different direction. Like, personally, I think Charlie Kaufman movies, those are interpretive. I'm thinking of anything. It's like, those don't give you easy answers. Like, you got to watch that movie a couple times before you're like, okay, that's what that means. That's what at least what it means to you. For me? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you real? Um, just real quick, just, um, that's the thing with his movies. Like, people will say, oh, God, Inception, it's so confusing. Oh, Interstellar, like, it's so, like, confusing in a way where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking. I don't feel that way. I just feel like some things happen, so much is happening that I'm like, okay, I'm confused, because I don't know where the fuck this movie's mm-hmm. at right now. And that's, like, I'm kind of feeling with this movie, because, like, I like those parts where, like, it shows, you know, that part with Anne Hathaway, where she's, like, grabbing something, and it's, yeah. Yeah. she's like, I was a handshake. I like that part. It was cool, but, like, there's nothing, like, thought-provoking going on yeah. there. It's not, yeah. it's not like I'm gonna take, like, an interpretation out of that. It's, it's told. I've, it told me what it was. Wait, hold on, real quick, because yeah. I still have the thought in my head. I think... So, like, I'm thinking of ending things, like, mm-hmm. how the, you think that's thought-provoking. I think that's, it's still, yes, thought-provoking, but more so, like, on the terms of, like, um, more like of an avant-garde tile, like, style of, like, how you deal and interpret creativity mm-hmm. in terms of, like, world-building and, like, theory and, um, like... Um, like, where they're like, going. Yeah, the concept like, itself yeah. is interpreted. Concept, the concept itself okay. is interpreted. I, I can Whereas understand that. Like, yeah. like the, I'm thinking of anything. It's like the creativity. It's more like psychologically is, yeah. interpretive. I get what yeah. you mean by that. They, they both are, but in, in the different in aspects. Different, yeah. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah, I was going to say that too, because like I, you guys both had like very valid reason. I, I'm just trying to like... Cause but there can got, only be one right person always, ever. Like, there can up, never be two people to just agree. You brought up uh, Charlie Kaufman, the recent movie that we watched, which was... I'm thinking of anything. I'm thinking of anything. It's like, 
like that movie kept me like i was after watching i was like what the fuck happened like i was mm -hmm. just trying to like like it felt like so abroad and i feel like anything could have been interpret interpretation and, and see that's the thing like like for that side i don't care for that side as much as i mm -hmm. care for this side you know yeah, and like I think that's I think that's pretty cool because like I didn't care, I didn't care for him thinking of anything. And then like but for like this like I I can like think and like mm -hmm. do kind of almost like not like a scientific like process where you like hypothesize and then like yeah. kind of test it out and like maybe do like your own research. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, I I just yeah. find that interesting. And it's like exactly like like um, how well, you saying? Well, like, I'm not interrupting. It's like <laughs> <laughs> continue, Pedro. Thank you. It's like more like. I'm thinking of anything is much more like avant-garde and like I really like about that like movies because like I'm thinking about everything literally like anything could be like interpreted but then like with I, I say like for example Inception mm -hmm. like I like how you were saying like everything's kind of like straightforward kind of like kind of in your face mm -hmm. but I guess like for me it's more towards the end where it's like you're kind of left like on a cliffhanger is this what it is is this real and that's like how Antonio was saying about like kind of more of this I guess like scientific or more mm -hmm. like like pondering question of like conceptual yeah yeah no i get what you mean like i again like i don't want to sound too negative this movie i feel like i'm more negative towards christopher nolan and i'm more critical of him because to me i think the worst thing he does is characters i think he doesn't know how to write engaging characters and characters that I find just cause he's never had friends in high school <laughs> so he, he was a fucking loser he doesn't know who fr like what human interaction yeah, is yeah it like, seems like that kind of they're guy. like blue ball characters yeah no that's the thing like uh, those parts were like I, I remember people talking about like oh this scene's so sad oh my god this and I'm like I feel nothing cause these characters mean nothing to so me so you guys so I, I'm assuming Lawrence is a no on this answer, but like you guys didn't like shed a tear or like no, like, no, no. I, th I think that those moments that l they visually look very intimate, conceptually like, yeah, they're sad. Yeah, they look. It's visually like that, and mm -hmm. I like, can tell. The, like if if I were to slice all these little chunks up into like a trailer, this movie would look like the saddest movie. Yeah. In no, the world. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't care for that part either like as, as much as the next guy right i like it i think it's it's really like interesting to being like oh my god like an hour here was seven years on earth like i'm coming back and it's 23 years later that part like oh that's interesting but i think like i i did shit here and i think that's more on the side of like i love like the thought of like space travel mm -hmm. yeah and like during the spacex thing when they're like we're going to the like we're going to mars and we're going to be the first people up in space in x amount of years and we want to do all this like I look at the kind of grand scheme of things of like human like life and like what we've been doing and like it makes me it's very inspirational to me yeah. well, and and like I was like man like I can't believe I'm living like in the same time that we're doing all these great boundaries and in, in you know like science space exploration man that's space crazy. exploration like we're the next like pioneers for this maybe not me I'm stuck on Earth <laughs> well that's that's why like I think that you can find this. Film right yeah and i think and i think that's why because because i love it so you're, much like, you're picking up yeah. on like the scientific mm -hmm. aspect like the innovation of your own aspect. personal experience mm -hmm. too yeah. yeah so you're picking up on those things and that's what like i think is guiding you through this yeah. like i love it i think that what we're fo we're not focused on but what we kind of see more is like 
the actual like emotional side because yeah. you're fascinated yeah. by this movie and I understand why because it is a very fascinating oh, God. topic I'm not, I don't want to take that yeah, away yeah, it's yeah. fucking it is. awesome I think the yeah. one part that we aren't like really maybe not on the same table but we're kind of still floating on mm-hmm. is the fact that it's not emotionally intellectual I think no it isn't it's it, it's fascinating yeah but these characters like you said Nolan doesn't like really develop them no you he gives us names he gives us their mission and a little bit of like oh i miss you and a little bit of this and like that's the bare minimum yeah the bare minimum just enough for you to be like understanding of what's happening in the film that's the part that i don't why do you think in tenet the main character is named the protagonist that's all he is he's just the force that's moving the story and that's what i feel like with all of his movies the only movie that i've let it pass because it kind of does its job kind of is inception and that's with um the whole mall character that I can kind of get, and it kind of works for me. For she what still the, isn't as developed. Oh no, God, not at all. But it, but it lets. It, I give it a pass because it kind of got me. This, for some reason, did not. You want to talk about undeveloped characters in this movie? The fucking son had a dead child. That like, oh. I was like, who even? I I yeah. felt I, yeah. when she yeah. said that, I was like, that happened. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. thought, I thought the 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 kid was the ch- first child. No, I realized yeah. that it wasn't, but yeah, that's the thing. Because it was like, a girl. Or so confusing. That's like one of my biggest problems with this movie is the fact that we get almost three hours of this film, and there's so much questions still, which is like, where did all that time go? Because exactly. there was so much points in this movie where I'm kind of like. Oh God! Just get to the next part. Like, and those chunks could have been fillers for yeah. the baby that I guess died. Like, I don't even know when. Yeah. When did that? Yeah, when like old enough, young enough? I, like, I, I wish I would have had a little bit more sense of like how fast time was passing on Earth as opposed to just oh, it's been twenty three years or mm-hmm. like because they were just saying oh, it's been this many years. It's been this many years. You only years. you only get that part once, and that's the only part you kind of get it, but not enough. And he's like, why didn't you go to sleep? And he's yeah. like, I got bored. Like, I thought you guys yeah. weren't coming back. But even still, like, you didn't, like, you don't really, you, there's no, um like, repercussion. Yeah. yeah. You know? There's there's one thing I want to uh, touch back where you guys were talking about, like, the characters and, like, the emotion and all that stuff. Because I it, it's weird. Because when I first watched this, like, I ain't going to lie, I did get kind of, like, teary-eyed my first watch. And that was before nice. I didn't really know not <laughs> not that much about, like, film and all that stuff. But as I started watching the movie more and more, like, I started noticing exactly what you guys are saying. There wasn't really much, like, attachment or, like, how I could attach myself to the character or just, like, mm-hmm. any connection towards the character and on the emotional aspect. Yeah. Which I noticed and that it did it brought the movie for me a little bit more down from what I remember first watching it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, and it's, like, for me, like, I, I thought of it, like, like, Coming By Your Name, La La Land or, like, Moonlight, like, those movies, those movies from like for me, like they kind of hit me on like on an emotional aspect. Like first watch, and then still like later on, I was like, okay, like it still like hits, it still hits hard, it still hits this. But like, I thought it was gonna be the same thing for me with Interstellar because it hit hard, but now it's just like kind of because I feel like I've learned a lot more about like the connection that these people have. Yeah, with Interstellar, another thing too, you know, a part I would take out, and I think it would make the movie shorter and less aggravating the whole Matt Damon part I hated that whole part I thought it was so fuck one boring 
And two, like, it did, it does fucking nothing. Again, I feel like the concept itself could have been more, maybe, like, I, I, I would have liked, you know, oh, there's more people that were out here doing the mission. Yeah. But the whole, like, oh, I'm a villain now. Like, I just, yeah. I didn't get anything no, out I, of that. So here's my, like, interpretation of it. I think that part of the movie, I think it got into it's, it's more, like, psychological side of it. And, like, in terms of, like, what would you do if you were left alone? for all these years i mean think about it in like castaway like he goes crazy three months in mm-hmm. right Castaways. imagine if you were alone i've never been alone in my life right who no one has ever been alone unless it's like like in a mentally literally thing. alone literally alone like by yourself in the middle of nowhere nothing to do yeah right so when you decide to like hibernate or whatever like you have a plan he had a plan to fucking blow whoever wanted to fix the fucking thing up because mm-hmm. they were going to catch on to the thing. And he was like, I, I, I get like him himself as a villain is kind of like shitty. Cause he's like, do you know what people see when they die? Like, like, what do you mean by that? Like, Boom. are you going to kill me? Like, 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 don't talk like that. Like, you know, but I, I think, I think it's a cool, like, cause the first it, it's in like, almost like three stages of like the planets where like the first planet, like, Oh, because of time, the time dilation. Like, we thought we were receiving, like, the okay in terms of, like, life habitat. But in all reality, like, they died as soon as they got there. Right? Uh, But it didn't seem that way. And then in the second planet, we thought it was okay. But it's because he was fooling us. Sorry. The the third planet was kind of like the Goldilocks effect, where the third one was the charm. Goldilocks effect? Yeah, like, the Goldilocks, like... This bed is too big. This bed is too small. The, this bed is just right. You know, okay. Heard, I've never heard that before, but go on. Go, go to school. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> Lawrence, in kindergarten, were you asleep? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you after. I really was asleep most of the time. <laughs> you missed the most crucial part of brain development. life, yeah. <laughs> That's why he still eats chicken nuggets and... Playing cheese I'm a child. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. This movie is hard. But to I don't about. like that Matt Damon either. Or what's his name? Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Man. I don't like he- Matt Damon in this movie either. Um, but I kind of get like why it's there for me. Also, he's in too many space movies. He yeah, was in he fucking was Martian. The Martian. The Martian. Exactly. I was like the same. I was like the Martian. The Martian. No, but that was the, a bad movie. the thing with book was good. The thing with the whole Matt Damon thing is. One, it's just the most, I think, probably the most boring part of the movie. And I just don't care for his fucking character. I don't care for his character. I don't care for Anne Hathaway's character. Anyone. Yeah, who, Anne Hathaway's character is just. They're, the, the thing is, is like, they're all mid. They're all, they're all in this movie, and instead of being interesting, they just aggravate me. They're all annoying. They all make bad choices, and I would maybe lo- understand those choices if I understood their character. But there is no character. You know what? They're, That's they're they're annoying. No, yeah, they are. You know which part I think was one of the more like upsetting parts of like a character to me. What was you? You can understand like. Um, Cooper's uh, like ideology of I want to go home because of his kids, kids. right? And then she's the like the Anne Hathaway part. I want to go to this planet, and he's like, "Tell him." That was so I was like, random. I was to like, me. How, "How do you know? Like, how do and we then know it's this?" Like, yeah, I'm in love with him, and it's like, who is? Oh, you? I don't even know who they're talking about. Exactly, 
you don't yeah. know who they're talking. No, He's this neither. spaceman that I guess was there already, but we haven't met him. So and then like, so that guy must we, have been. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How could we form this like? Oh, she should go there, you know? Yeah, no, Without no even idea. knowing, there is no story to correlate with it. And so that guy must have been like whatever age, right? Let's say he left in his like 20s or 30s. He's she, 90 now. He, she was hella young if she fell in love with him, you know? I don't know. Right? Thing, I don't want to get into like, I don't want to the dig. Theory too, I don't want to dig too deep into How theories. How about we make this a conspiracy theory podcast? That's the thing. I don't. I don't want to dig too deep into theories of the movie because I don't think the movie is as smart as it really is in it's terms not. of a story and concept. I love it. It looks amazing. The whole Saturn thing and like just how everything's like just one big fucking circle. I like that. I the like kind of like the, in Halo. The best part, in my opinion, there's two parts I think are fucking awesome, both visually and conceptually. And that is one when um, they have to attach themselves to like that big fucking thing because Matt Damon fucked it up. Blew it up. Blew it up like an idiot. Bro, when he died. I jumped. So with that, I know I knew that was gonna happen because they no, really no, no. is because I think uh, that goes in part to like the sound, the sound mixing. Yeah, because like you have your music and then like when it's the shot of outer space, it's mm-hmm. silent. Yeah, I like that too. Right. I like how every time they're talking to him, it cuts to him not hearing a thing they're right. saying. You know what's crazy? What I I watched this movie with headphones. Mm-hmm. I I did too. And it sounds. Great, amazing. It's beautiful. There's only, on there's only one part I really hate in terms of sound mixing. It's the part where um, the old guy dies, Michael Caine, and he's saying something. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Th- that's the thing. It's bad. Like I, I don't. He's uh, just mumbling this, at that point. This film sounds really great in terms of like music, music and sound effects. And sound effects. But when it comes to their dialogue, bad. I can't. Yeah, I couldn't hear half. Bad. I had what, to, the, volume the, was going up and down constantly. Did because you so like, the Michael Caine part when he was like on his deathbed? Yeah, it was I think, so bad. Yeah, I think that was just because he was like. What? Well, but that dying, it happens throughout the movie you know, a lot. The, well, here's the thing. Like, it would be different. Like if, this is last. Because, but the here's the thing. The character uh, of. Murph is finding out this big thing and we're like left in the dark. Yeah. So like I'm just like what I heard the f- just fine. I didn't hear a fucking no, thing. No, there he was said. a lot of times in this film where I had to bump like, it up yeah, and like, then bump the it down because f- the, the sound music, effects were too. That's that's the problem with Nolan movies because oh, you like, have to listen to it loud as fuck. That's the thing. So I want um, you to go deaf watching a movie. <laughs> so when it comes to like the concepts like I was saying the whole scene with him when it when he has to reattach himself to like that big ass like spaceship is awesome, and when Matthew McConaughey goes through that weird ass little gravity time loop thing, where he sees like the several bookshelves of his oh, daughter, yeah, yeah. awesome. The fifth dimension. Conceptually, personally, it goes on way too long. Yeah. There's so many moments where I'm like, good, fucking cut it down. Like just cut the well, movie if, down. If, if we were to cut out that whole like Matt Damon section, and I would have been fine, and just replace it with like they something accidentally happened. Like that he's blew dead. Up the thing. Oh no no no! Yeah. Like because the whole reason why he's essentially there is to like a that little psychological thing about that you, you talked about. But I feel like they needed a segue to kind of like oh the their base their spaceship base uh-huh. blew up. Like how do we make it interesting? And uh-huh. I think that that was like oh let's have this character you know yeah. have it. I feel like the movie was already tense though because like it was already it was already tense because you're you went through a black hole you're in you you're now aging slowly and everyone on earth is aging faster than you that's already tense I was already like oh shit but then they're bringing in like this 
this villain just to make it more tense. And I'm like, oh, I'm already tense. If you just focus on the parts that are already tense, instead of having to bring in this villain and develop those, and develop those characters, I would have felt everything they felt, but they don't do it's, that. It just felt overwhelming, if that makes sense. Like, too much I would say overbearing. On. It's yeah. overbearing. Like, there's too much going on. It's. I feel like it's a little convoluted in terms of story. But And then someone told me earlier, like, this is one of the best sci-fi experiences. I agree. Yeah. It, dude, the parts, okay, because obviously you guys saw the, the aspect ratio changes. Yeah. yeah. Every time it's wide, that the whole screen, that's the IMAX going, looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have saw this in IMAX at the theater. Looks cool. so Why fucking Why did they do good. those changes? Like, like the... I think it, it, it translates better when you actually see it in see IMAX. See it in my IMAX? Yeah. It, but, it, uh, mm. but those parts look fucking beautiful. And I remember that the same thing happened in Mission Impossible Fallout, but this looked way more professional. Listen to the podcast? Listen to that podcast. Yeah. Way more better. And, um, more okay. better or you say way better? Way like, better. Um, whatever. Wow, sorry working out of school and now you're a teacher, huh? <laughs> there's, there's, grammatically incorrect to say more better. Fuck like. you. There's one thing that I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I already know I've talked about this like in the beginning, but like, the clock? Oh no. Uh, the, the ticking? The black hole like kind okay. of thing. Okay, This is actually kind of funny because like, according, according to IndieWire, um, uh, <laughs> It said that, like, rather than making stuff up to create scenes depicting the wormhole and the black hole, like, the VX, the VF, VFX team teamed up with Dr. Kip Torn, which is, like, a Nobel, like, scientist. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about how, like, the, uh, Dr. Thorne and then Nolan were, like, well, Dr. Thorne was straight up saying, like, if you're going to do anything about science or anything depicting, like, interstellar, like, traveling, you got to do it right or don't do it at all. Right, yeah. So then, obviously, Nolan's like, hell yeah, right? So then it's crazy because it's, like, uh, Doc Thorne provided like literally like the the VFX team like pages of like theoretical equation what would look like from what they got from like what black holes are mm-hmm. and then the VFX team and the CGI team were like fuck it like let's just put the equation in and let's see, let's see what happens and it went hours of fucking rendering because of how like and they had to create new different type of software just for this like CGI mm-hmm. and like they said it took like hours for it to render. And it was the first picture was the actual like black hole thing, yeah. and that was oh, technically wow. like the first depiction mm-hmm. of like an actual black hole. And it got so like fucking crazy that they even put it into like a physics mm-hmm. like book. And it's kind of funny because like years later, like kind of like I think recently, like last year or a couple months ago, like we actually finally finally saw our first like viewing, mm-hmm. like a first actual picture of what a black hole looks like. Yeah, which I thought was like. Like, hats off to them, because that's a lot. <laughs> from a filmmaking perspective, this movie's amazing. I will never take that away from them. But that's my problem with all of all of the movies I've seen from Nolan, which are Inception. I've seen Dark Knight Rises, but that don't really count. Um, but, like, the ones where I can tell he was very passionate about it, Inception, Tenet, this. Have you seen Memento? No, but I really want to. I will good. watch it. I, I've heard that's one of his best. But when it comes to these these three that like are so conceptually large, through a concept, people will consider it a masterpiece. And I agree with them. But it's always the story and what's happening and the characters that always hold it back. It's always the problem of the movie. And I feel like people kind of feel scared to say that because what they saw was so visually and conceptually amazing because I get it because at parts I was like this is so cool that I kind of feel bad for my score and how I feel but like a Marvel movie through through story 
through how what I had to see what I had to sit through with the characters, I got fucking nothing. Yeah. I got nothing from the characters. I got nothing from the story. Just concepts and like, I, sh- I feel like he should hold it down a little better when it comes to his writing. And it's like the biggest problem with all I, of his movies. I feel like Nolan is known for his like big banks, like his big like extravaganza. Everything's mm-hmm. huge. Like even like I remember watching like the, the trailers for Tenet. They were like Christopher Nolan, like Inception. All the, obviously you're plugging in like to get more hype of it. But like I perfectly oh, the trailers as like, were you, awesome. Perfectly like you said, like it looks visually it looks perfect. It looks the grand scheme of it, but like inside of the actual movie it's just it's kind of blank he well, had oh, oh. oh who's the guy that made avatar james cameron right? james cameron i think christopher nolan is what james cameron wants to be in the terms of like if he sees like a broad aspect of something that's maybe not technically uh accessible mm-hmm. he will try to do it while making the movie while james cameron with avatar avatar 2 has been in the making for since oh, avatar 1 has God, came out uh, right and why? it got a fucking delay right why <laughs> because he's like oh we're not there yet in terms yeah. of like technology uh, technology just make the fucking movie as best as yeah. you can and figure it out while you go no nolan's killing right. it when it comes to like all that stuff. trying to achieve the next big thing. he has the big boy ideas i just think he needs someone else to well like you no not me oh okay. but i think um but like I, me Sure. Yes. Anyone can make a better story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I think he needs someone else to kind of just Charlie Kaufman dri- dri- to drive a better story, a better narrative, and a better development of characters to make it more interesting. Because I will never remember these characters ever again because they're so forgettable. Nothing really happens with them. It kind of sucks that Matthew McConaughey, like when he wasn't flying the spaceship, he wasn't like, all right, all right, all right, we're gonna go through. <laughs> he was. A, space. He was a lot. He won an Oscar, huh? Matthew McConaughey. Not for this, but he won an Oscar. He for, won for what? Dallas Buyers Club. I like that movie. Oh, they, he was good. In this movie, he's good too. He's a little breathy in this movie. <sighs> he's fucking breathing so heavy in this movie. <laughs> that's what I would. Look, just, when when you're in space, well, I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that's the the whole like. I think it's everyone in the film because the air is it's fucking annoying. It's fucking gross. That's why yeah. everyone has breathing problems. I get it. No, I mean, I mean, even when he's not in fucking Earth. Wait, is, well, that, and if he's on a spaceship, then obviously he's even also like in Earth, dog. Like I know it's dusty, but like y'all trying to clean me up or something? Yeah. Like, oh, like that, uh, what's it called? Uh, when Pedro said something like he was like, oh, like maybe like Charlie Hoffman. I was like, how come? How come there's no movies with like dream team like directors? Like how come there's no movies where like hey we're getting three directors to direct this one movie and like they're gonna they're the best because of, they like, all have different ideologies and it'd be a shit movie. It'd be like, like I mean like yeah, but if you're heads a lot yeah yeah they would yeah but like they're grow up and fucking, like, <laughs> grow up. I wish it was that easy and like compromise. I feel like it, if that was to happen, you at least have to be kind of have like three directors in the similar like kind of idea in mm-hmm. a sense. Like Which is super like it, like if you think about like Spike Lee with Christopher Nolan with like I don't know like some other director like that would be kind of weird because they both have like kind of different styles if yeah. that makes sense. It's 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 hard. It's definitely hard. Nothing too. I don't I don't know what to get from that ending the last shot of like Anne Hathaway on like a different planet did you guys catch up on that yeah her lover is dead is that what that was yeah cause he had his little like name tag and it placed on the rock essentially I did not catch that well that's that's why he um that's why Cooper like or Coop fucking is like you know what should have just listened to her heart. He there was, was like, a moment that's where why I, he lets her go, and he's like, "You go." Like you that's go. a moment where I, I thought they were gonna kiss, and I was like, "If they kiss, I'm gonna be pissed." No, but you know what? I think hey. I think Bradley Cooper, 
Oh wait, not Bradley Cooper. I'm sorry. I Cooper. Just Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cooper is insanely smart for letting her go because he's like. I ain't dealing with all these fucking kids. I am not dealing with all these newborn babies. You gotta be fucked. That fifth dimension little thing where like all, everything is like stretched out. Bookshelves. That was pretty cool. I don't it know. Reminded, I like it was that. awesome. Uh, reminded me of Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It was fucking awesome and I love that scene and but then again like I just I don't I think there's too much that we have to go through to get to those scenes. We need a like a six hour version it's, of it. It's it's like Inception. Like Inception the beginning I think kinda sucks. And then once we get to the end, it's awesome because I can tell that's the part of the movie that Nolan wanted to make. What yeah. if the end was the actual beginning? That makes no and fucking the sense. The makes, but um yeah. I again I don't know. I just this movie is just it's it's rough for me. It's it's a movie that conceptually is so good. Visually, it's so good. The score is fucking perfect, in my opinion. I think I, I would have given Hans Zimmer the, the Oscar because it's definitely his best work. I feel like every time I see something fall off my desk or something that just randomly falls, I think it's myself in the fifth dimension. How, how often does shit fall? I think your house might be haunted. Was there know. a part of this movie where you wanted to put that one score from Inception where it was like... Which part? I usually don't think of that type of stuff. Wait, you know that's you know that score from Inception? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know the whole movie. I was just thinking of that score. I don't know why. I just I like that I was, part. I would think it like that part would be like when the when he's in the fifth dimension. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. That's where I was thinking too. Yeah, no, that that I don't know why I was thinking of that score. It's because it's it's probably the most emotional part of the movie. Matthew McConaughey is good. I'll give you guys want to know something cool? No. Um, so obviously this movie came out 2014. Uh, I haven't seen the movie until today. Okay. Um, but what was like pretty big news? And if I can find the article, I'll share it. But um, they put Daft Punk's 2013's Rams um, uh, motherboard mothership motherboard mothership motherboard motherboard from Ryan Ra- Ra- Max Yeah. Yeah. Um, they put that part on the part where at the very end where Matthew McConaughey is like going like down to the black hole. No fucking way. And like way. they say it fits fucking perfect. Oh, wait, wait. Not in the movie. Just randomly? Like randomly. Like they made like an edit. Oh, I'm sorry. That would have been cool. That's a cool song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say it fits fucking perfect. Like, it, like the kind of like how um, how Dark Side of the Moon like fits with Paul Blart too. Oh, God. <laughs> you said that I'm so it. many You know what? I'm sending it to you guys right now just so oh like God. whenever you have free time, y'all can watch it. All right. I really... I don't know. I can't think of anything else for Interstellar. Oh, uh, we That's went through the whole movie basically. That's I don't it even for know me. what we talked we about. We should probably st- talk a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, with, let's talk another hour. All right. Is that it for Interstellar? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess it's time for some ratings. Uh, Luis, please tell me your rating for Interstellar. No. I don't care. Okay. Uh, my rating for this film, uh, I'm going to rate it based on the fact that I think it's fascinating. I think it's visually amazing and it sounds perfect. I will deduct points for boringness, <laughs> for longness I just sent you an uh, image I mean and what else should I deduct points for for failure to develop characters 
Work on it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan, you're fucking up. Actually, we have a guest star. Nolan? Who came out? He's like crying. He's like, I heard everything. It was so hard to listen to that. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your score? Fuck you guys. I had friends. I had friends in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to give this a three out of five stars. Whoa. All right. Actually, I feel better about my score now. Fuck. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Pedro, go ahead. What's your score? So overall, like, I, I really enjoyed this movie from the outside, you know? Okay. But in the inside, it, it is kind of agreeable. I think, like, we all came to the senses of, like, how, like, it, it was it was kind of bland. Not yeah. bland. But yeah, bland. Actually, yeah, bland. Fuck it. I'll keep it bland. Uh, but overall, like you know, it's it's still a good groundbreaking movie for me mm-hmm. in the visual art department. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you go on my letterbox at PZDRX, I put my review: Imagine smoking in space. <laughs> Four stars out of five. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie. Three and a half stars out of five. It would have been a four if at, if the characters were mildly interesting, I think. But but then again, the cool parts are so cool that I'm not going to give it a three. They're that cool. But characters are fucking boring. Some parts of the story are really boring. And yeah, but, but I will agree. It's a science fiction masterpiece. I'll give it that. Looks cool as fuck. Antonio, what's your score? Uh, before I say my score, I'm so glad uh, Tars, that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so glad Tars wasn't like a cash grab. Oh, by the way, that looked like, I didn't like that. That was built. Like, yeah, that I didn't like CGI. it. That it looked built. like shit. I'm sorry. It looked weird. I think it was very uh, science bad. fiction-y. But like, I, I said this word thousands of times, but concept-wise, I think it looked kind of lame. I think it's smart using like um, rectangles mm-hmm. because... It's a bunch of small rectangles mm-hmm. built into big rectangles. Well, that's so you what can I do like very it. small movements I, with I it. I appreciate you know? that it wasn't like a fucking robot. Person, like, yeah. I think that, yeah. that was pretty smart in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so for my rating of uh, 2014's... Forest Hills Drive? Forest. <laughs> what's this movie called? Uh, 2014 Interstellar. Interstellar. Um, I really like the aspect of like the thought of like space travel and of like what humanity is kind of leading to because we are definitely running out of shit to do. here you know maybe yeah. not to do there's a lot of stuff to do we're it's running out of shit in stuff, general yeah to maybe live and eat in general if we you know if we don't change our ways you know maybe you know the whole the whole point of like the earth expiring is because of crop failure do you, you know think, do you think christopher nolan predicted the future with this I, movie i don't think he predicted the future i just think he predicted something that people have always been scared of is not enough like necessities mm. you know and that's that's scary for anyone if, if you're broke as shit you're like where's my next meal coming from you know but or like even on a global span like where's my next meal coming from or like we're gonna fucking die because we can't breathe the fucking air which is which is kind of like interesting in terms of like science fiction uh to me because it's realistic science fiction you know like that's that's a real problem we have Mm -hmm. um so him trying to figure out a way out how we're going to deal with it is interesting is it factual to an extent uh like pedro was saying like if he got real scientists to deal with problems kind of like how i said like futurama like they had scientists on their show writing the show, you know, so it can be as factual as possible. That's cool. I enjoy that. The characters, not so much. I don't think I will remember 
any of them. I think some of them no. were dumb. I, I like Matt remember. Damon because he reminded me of that other movie he was in. <laughs> Martian. I was thinking, I was like, if they're on Mars, that'd be way more funnier. Right? Uh, if you like space travel, I think this movie would be great. I think this is our generation's 2001. I was thinking the same thing. Right? It has a lot of aspects of like the next, like the next great thing or like the be- beyond, you know? Um, there's a lot of things I don't like about it, but there's a lot of things I do like about it. My rating for this movie is eight cornfields out of ten. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our ratings for Interstellar. I guess we got to get to the next part of the podcast where Antonio talks about his fit. Antonio. <gasps> what the fuck are you wearing? All right. You already know from my head to my toe. I'm going to keep this real quick, which probably won't be. Uh, so for the hat, I'm wearing a uh, 66ers alternative Kukui's hat. Pretty cool. Sugar school. Uh, for my shirt, I'm wearing a uh, still alive in green. Like, it just says still alive Inland Empire. There you go. Okay. And then pants, same same from last week, rude and tan. Really like these pants. Dug them out of my closet. Really nice. Uh, for my shoes, but, well, I, I'm sorry, I didn't say it. But that's not what important. Wait, hold on. God, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say this shit. Done. You're done. That's You're not drunk. what is important. What is important are the sneakers. And for this week... I'm not wearing them because I literally cannot. And let me tell you why. They're not. So I bought this shoe almost a year ago. What the fuck is that? You don't remember remember this shoe? No. This is, uh, you can't tell a story. Uh, So I bought this sneaker, I think right when MF Doom died. And I'm like, I'm going to make an MF Uh, Doom shoe. I'm not like, yeah, like you die, but yeah. He's going to paint it. And so I finally did it. I finally did the mock-up. It's really rough. Like I have papers in the shoebox. Uh, so I'm finally going to paint it. I have fucking dye. Look right there. The base wow. is going to be purple. Like the, the fucking side is going to be purple. Mm-hmm. But the actual shoe is just your white canvas shoe. It's, um, I think it's like called the, um, the all coast 55 or something. Um, it's your regular canvas shoe all in white with the basic end on them. I'm going to dye it purple and then paint it. MF Doom tribute maybe coming soon. I'm gonna try to do it this weekend. Mm-hmm. That's my fit. I have a recommendation for our. Well, next whose turn po- is it? It's my turn. Oh, nice. He said, "I have a recommendation." I got a recommendation yeah. for the next podcast. I was a little reluctant on this one because, um, I don't know. I I wanted to pick something that I've never seen that I've heard was great. I'm not saying that this isn't apparently great. I just I don't know. I just want to pick something different. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm picking a Best Picture winner. No. You have seen this or you have I have seen not seen this before, oh, okay. but it's apparently a classic. It's uh, actually, I think it's one of Pedro's favorites. Coco. No. What the oh. fuck? I want to I say you've said this is one of your favorite movies. You can watch on HBO Max. We're going to be watching um, Rocky. Sylvester oh, Stallone. hell yeah. Sylvester Stallone and Rocky. Rocky. It ne- won Best Picture? It won Best Picture. I've yeah. never seen it. Adrian. How many Rockies is there? Three? There's like five. A billion? There's, there's five. a lot. There's a lot there's of Rockies. There's five. And then there's Rocky two Balboa. Creeds. Yeah. Oh, Creed. And then oh, there's Rocky Creed. Balboa. Like, oh, I've seen both Creeds. Yeah. Have you, who, who's seen and Rocky here? I've seen, I've like seen three Rocky. Rockies. Like, okay, I've gotta seen say, five. Really? I, I like the one where he fights uh, Drago. Right. Oh, yeah. And then the last one is just him street fighting. Well, I'm glad that you guys are, you know, happy for Rocky, I guess, because I've never seen it. I'm, not happy I, I'm kind of, I'm, it's kind of weird that I haven't seen it. You haven't seen a lot of movies. Well, that's the recommendation is Rocky. I wanted to pick something else, but that's a movie I've seen. Oh, by the way, I'm 
canceling my rule of picking movies I haven't seen. Fuck that. You're awful. I don't care. I'm picking movies I want to pick. I but, agree. but I'm excited for Rocky because I've never seen it before. Uh, you can watch it on HBO Max. I'm excited. Uh, but besides that, you can go follow us on Twitter at Thumbaholics underscore pod or at Instagram at Thumbaholics pod or at TikTok at Thumbaholics pod. You can follow our um, individual Instagrams in the description. And compliment our feet. Compl- <laughs> compliment everything about us because we need the compliments. Well, that's it. Go watch Rock HBO Max. Chav, hit me with it. And this has been Film Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Later. Later.